Giggle. Welcome to another episode of Uncorked, the podcast brought to you by Team Corker. I am so honored to have Desiree Dawson with us today. For those of you that were a part of the Corker Co. 100, we wrapped that in a bow with Desiree singing, and that's actually available on the Corker Co. website. I'm going to include that because that just wrapped 2020 in such a beautiful bow. And it was my introduction to your brilliantness. And ah, Desiree, welcome. Thank you so much for making the time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's so nice to be in this space with you. And I just, the moment you emailed me for the very first time, I was like, I love your energy. We Uh, need to stay connected. Yeah. Well, that means a lot to me because we're going to riff on technology here. So Des doesn't know what we're talking about, but we're just going to go anywhere because we can. (laughs) And I think we're in this technology world right now where it's like you DM me or you email me and the expectation is a reply. And what I've come to accept is that no email is owed a reply. You don't know where people are. You don't know where it will land. And when someone replies, I'm euphoric. I'm like, you got it. And you replied and you replied and said, yes. And it's just mad. I don't take one yes for granted. So I just want you to know that my enthusiasm to hear from you is so authentic and that your yeses really mean a lot. Just know that. Thank you. I feel that. And it's nice to hear you say it again, but I do feel it. (laughs) Great. Well, I mean, without further ado, the reason you are so sought after is for so many things. And I was like, where do we even begin? Here we are the day after your last song was released. Can we just start there? What happened yesterday? So my song was released and I am super excited about it. And it's, it's kind of a new energy for me. I mean, it's not that different from my other song, Just Fine, that I put out, but I really wanted to put out this kind of high energy, dancey song about stepping into our power and being free and being ourselves and just like as like a anthem to remember that energy. Boom. Let that drop. An anthem (laughs) to remember our energy. And it's timely because Just Fine has been on repeat for me, as I was telling you. It's like Mm -hmm. the song of 2020. So thank you for that. I think it's really fun to experience the energy of a new song and of a new poem or of a new moment. And what I think we all miss is every moment that goes into bringing that to life. And so can you share with us the journey that happens when you start writing a song or writing a piece, the the behind the scenes, the pieces we don't know, the failed attempts. Is there such a thing as musical writer's block? What does that feel like? Yes, to all of those things. So the journey is always so different for each song. Every single song that I've ever written, it's been a completely different journey. So, but I'll speak on maybe To Be Me, the song that just came out. I co-wrote this song. So my friend Cody Taylor and I wrote it together, which is a really fun process writing with other people. And he's kind of the genius behind a lot of the production to it. So we work on it together, but the music behind it is totally a Cody Taylor kind of sound. Basically we sit down, we're like, we're, we usually just start off having a conversation, checking in, how's everything going today? How are you? What's been up? And then eventually it turns into us talking about some topic and that specific day, which was maybe a year ago, or maybe even more, we were kind of just on this idea of like, what does it feel like to just be free? And what would it feel like to say, no, I don't want to do that. And what would it feel like to say, 
this is my art. I'm going to execute it however I want. Um, so this is the the energy that we were chatting about. And then it turned into the song. And I think we wrote it just in that one day. And it was amazing. But the, the interesting part of it is we were both so excited about it. And I was like, this song's so fun, blah, blah, blah. And then as I had more space from the creation of the song, I started doubting it and being like, is this song bad? And like, wait, maybe this isn't really a song I should put out. And I just like slowly started thinking this isn't good. And, and all the doubts that come in quite often when I'm putting anything out into the world. And this is funny because the song is about breaking free from what other people are telling me I have to do and just really being myself. And it's hard as a, as a musician to fit yourself into a genre. And for me, at least, it is very difficult because I fit into many genres and I create like a vast array of different genres. Yes, you do. So, <laughs> yeah. And the music I've been working on the past little while is more chill. It's literally there's like meditation albums in the works and just a little bit more acoustic, folky kind of sound. So there becomes this anxiety of like, wait, but if I'm making this folk music and I'm making this more kind of R&B music and I'm making this meditation music, where does this pop song fit in? And so it becomes this whole confusing thing when really it doesn't need to be that confusing because we are all complex humans mm -hmm. who are capable of so many different things. So mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about this fear that comes up around what genre am I? But anyways, I, I battled with that for quite a long time. But luckily, I have some really amazing people on my team, just within my friends and the people who I trust to share my music with. And I also have someone who I've recently kind of joined forces with business wise, his name's Francis. And he's been like, crucial to making sure the song comes out because I would call him being like, hey, is it terrible? And then the next day, I'm like, this is the best song. <laughs> you know, and he just really helps me kind of stay grounded in it and helps me come back to like my why and mm. so to me that's like such a crucial part of the songwriting process is creating it but then also having people to help kind of guide and ground and come back to the essence of why you're doing it in the first place yeah gosh you just have me go in so many directions when you say this my brain and my heart are so blown open <laughs> because what I hear is how do I as an artist fit into a genre and I think wait, I like R&B and I like folk and I like meditation. I don't want you to fit in anywhere. I'm a little bit of all of it as a consumer. Can't mm -hmm. you just create for me? And what you're saying is as an artist, you feel that the right thing perhaps is to fit into a genre because then you can become that type of artist. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, the tables on the other side, you know, we just want more of you in the world. Yes. Um, and it translates and transcends so much. Mm -hmm. Don't put a label on who I sleep with, on the food I eat, on any of these pieces, because how does that fit? It doesn't, mm -hmm. it doesn't fit. Totally. Yeah. So I want to know, I mean, you're not new to this game and you have received the accolades and the awards and we know you for being everything that you are. And yet here you are still, honestly, mm -hmm. which I appreciate with doubt and with worry and with holding on to gifts and gems for 12 months or maybe 12 years without us knowing and with doubt. And I wonder if you have ever considered, will there be a moment that I will create in the world without fear? or without doubt? Or do you just think that that doesn't exist as humans? Or hmm. 
it switches every day, but I, okay. I really hope to be able to create without fear. And I really hope that everyone can get to a place where we can create without fear, at least without the amount of fear, the yeah. amount of doubt and fear yeah. that overcomes me on a daily is too intense and doesn't feel productive and doesn't feel that nice. So I would at least like to challenge myself to let go of at least like half of the amount, you know? And yeah, yeah. but ideally yeah. I, I would love to get to a place where I'm just like, I don't care what anyone thinks. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to put it out. Yeah. But it's definitely not where I currently am at, <laughs> but right. I'm, I'm really trying. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so beautiful. And, and the reason I love these conversations and this podcast is it's to host conversations that make us feel human and remind us that we're all still in it and showing mm -hmm. up still takes a big heart and thick skin and a fear. And I love what you said about your team. And it's so beautiful. I mean, I just see you as this flower dancing in the wind and Francis being this like grounding soil. It's like, come here, my flower. I'm here. And, and those are beautiful pieces. And if you're lucky enough to have people like Francis in your life, then, oh, the flowers are better for the grounded soil. And yet I also think that there's a lot of that work that's personal. There's a lot of that work that must come from within before anyone can help. Before we can go external, we have to start internal. And so I wonder if you could share with us, what does that internal work look like for you? Or do you have a practice or is it just repetition that takes you that 50% further away from doubt and closer into breaking free? Mm -hmm. That's such a beautiful question. And I'm not even sure... I have an answer, but I really do think maybe it's that repetition piece for me for yeah. certain things. Like even the fact that I am now in a team or I've started this team with Francis where there's so much open communication. It's like our foundation for our friendship and for our business is like clear boundaries. It's check-ins all the time. It's, it's just very healthy. <laughs> and we treat each other like human beings who are also yeah. doing work together and not as machines who need yeah. to just produce machine things. Yeah. So even the fact that I'm in this relationship and in this beautiful partnership for business, it shows me that clearly some of the repetition has been working mm. because I've been in relationships for work that have not been like this, you know, and, and where I was denying my needs and I was denying my boundaries and I was just not checking in with myself. And I also maybe wasn't always the best at holding space for others. And so I was in not great situations. And so now when I look at this current situation, I'm like, wow we both have done our work so beautifully that we have met at this time that we can support each other so wonderfully, you know? Yeah. So I think yeah. that's a little bit of a glimpse of like, okay, maybe the repetition is part yeah. of it, but also things like definitely I really credit therapy and yes. I credit yoga and meditation and, yeah. and lapping with friends and connection like this right here. My heart is activating. I feel like defrosting happening. I'm just yes. like, oh yes. yes, connection with another beautiful human. Like, so yeah, those are definitely yeah. part of the journey too. I couldn't agree more. And I grew up as a swimmer and I did a lot of things that were very one-dimensional on repetition for many, 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 many moments. And it got to a point where certain things didn't feel as nerve wracking. And yet other things certainly felt nerve wracking. And I was just thinking over the winter break and coming into this new year, the only way for me to surmount the fear is to just keep doing, just keep shipping, just to send out one more email if they don't reply and one more message and to stay in the work. And I know that when I'm not feeling great internally, I hibernate. And I was like, oh, I'm turtling. I'm becoming so reclusive that I'm not having the chance to practice getting over my fear. And it's actually only harder. And so 
it does feel like a constant practice. And Mm -hmm. I don't know personally for me, if it will ever feel easier. And I love that it still makes me feel human. You know, it feels like magic. It's what allows these moments to feel really special. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's like dancing with the discomfort and I hope you never stop dancing, you know? Yeah, I really appreciate that too. Cause I was thinking, yeah, let's say I never, what if the 50% never happens and I'm just always yes. like this, like, can I be okay with it? And can I also not, how much of that ends up being me beating myself up for feeling fear instead of just yeah. being like, I feel scared. And then I call you up and say, are you scared? I'm scared. Let's <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. But like, how much nicer is it to remember that even if it never shifts, that we can still be in community together and we can yeah. still share and we can still hold space. We can still do the things we love just yes. with that fear there. <laughs> Absolutely. And also, I think, you know, you're self-creating all of this all the time. And as a creator, you never know what people will appreciate or like that you create. That's real. And that's what you've signed up for by offering your gifts. And I think it's a beautiful thing to care about that. And the moment Mm -hmm. we stop caring, it's like, then we should do something else. And Mm -hmm. that's just the reality of it. So I want to riff on your creative process because Mm -hmm. You so beautifully, you co-wrote a song in one day, boom. I'm like, does it always happen like that? And (laughs) if not, like, where does inspiration come from? Or how do you plant seeds or sow seeds? And is creativity a process or is it a a habit? What is that relationship like for you? Mm -hmm. Well, again, I think it probably shifts often, but I can say consistently for the past, I don't know, five years, creating music and writing music happens and like moments of the day where I'm making soup and looking outside to see if it's sunny. Like just songs are constantly in my head. Like I can sit down and probably write an album in in a weekend if I had the like mental health support and if I wanted to do that. So there's a part of it for me that feels like that creative flow of, of writing music is always happening. And it's whether I kind of give myself the space to sit with what's coming up and put it down either on paper or record it or something like that. So I feel like we're, I'll say we, but I know for me, there's just creation is just always happening. And it's kind of whether or not we like capture it, whether it's a photo almost or like capture that moment. But I think it's just always happening. Mm. At least for me, that's what it feels like. Yeah. It sounds so beautiful. If you can be present to the moment, there's a song to be made. Mm -hmm. And how easy it is to not be present and yeah and what does that look and feel like mm-hmm. yeah I want to know how this impacts other areas of your life so you're creative you're a free bird you are writing the anthems of your soul how does this penetrate and impact you know your relationships where you live how you exist mm-hmm. how does that come up for you you can share whatever you want Or nothing nothing at all. That's fine too. (laughs) Okay. It's so funny. My brain right away goes to like negative things. And I'm like, well, honestly, yeah, it's interesting because I'm thinking about, I might touch on that if I come back to it. But at the beginning, I'm like, I mean, it's very amazing to have this ability to just like be creating and thinking all the time. But it also can definitely be challenging for relationships sometimes because I'll just be like in the zone for three hours, four hours, not even know that I had plans two hours ago or like things like that. So that's kind of the negative side of it. But I mean, for instance, I was sharing with you that I live in an RV and I recently took on this adventure of, I was like, I don't know where I want to live. I don't know how much money I'm going to have. 
I want to live in a way where I don't have to worry about that so much yeah. and I can create wherever I go. And, um, Wait, eventually it, let's talk yeah. about RV for a hot second. What did yeah. you move out of to move into an RV? Cause that is a transition worthy of making note of. Yeah. Well, I was living in an apartment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So like yeah. an apartment into like from four walls into four tires. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And the actual moving of things into the space was surprisingly so much easier than I thought. Like I have a lot of stuff, but not that much. And it was like at the same time, I thought I had so much more. I mean, some stuff still at my mom's, Um, but for the most part, it was really cool to see what I needed and what I don't need. And I love feeling like I don't need that much, you know, yeah. and, and when I want to bring something new in, I'm like, you can't Desiree, there's no space for this. So you're going to have to just say no. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool in that sense. Gosh, you're a traveling roadshow. Yes. Do actually. you create music in the RV? I do. And I'm actually okay. tr- like kind of transforming one little corner into a recording oh. studio so the walls are going to be kind of padded so that I can sing there. And I've already done a little bit of recording in there. It's really fun. And I can't wait to do it in the forest because right now I've been in the city. Yeah. Okay. We might need to riff more on this about forests. And I just see like bonfires and s'mores. One of my maybe most strategic initiatives for 2021 is how do I make cookies for as many people as possible? And I think that cookies and fire pits might need to go together. In safe spaces, of course, but mm-hmm. it's just like, what's COVID resilient campfires, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay. Time goes way too fast. We are at time and we finish every podcast with the same question. And that is what is currently making your heart beat faster, Desiree? Ah, okay. Well, the one thing that is making my heart beat faster, which I already kind of touched on, but it is spaces like this. Like I truly am just so happy to be able to get excited together and get honest together. And I've been trying to do this more with the people in my life and dancing together and having Zoom calls where we just connect. So that's something that's really lifting me up and helpful these days. Amazing. I love it. Thank you so much for your time. We'll make sure there's links below where everyone can follow you and find out all of the things we didn't talk about, but you can find those on the internet. And that's why we didn't want to talk about it today. (laughs) And I'm just really excited to watch you continue to create. I mean, really, I look at you and I just think you're adding sprinkles and sparkles to our lives. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for having me. 